listener production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday, the 19th of January. Today, a weight is lifted off the shoulders of Aussie basketball's brightest star. Rugby Australia finds the man to pull them out of their Eddie Jones-induced hell, and the Big Bash's very confusing final system kicks off tonight. But first... He was the hero of Australia's ODI World Cup win, and yesterday, Travis Head delivered another heroic innings, this time in front of his home crowd. Through the covers for four. Travis Head, Test 100, number seven. They have come and there are thousands here to the Adelaide Oval, and their golden boy has delivered for them. On day two of the Adelaide Test, with Australia struggling at four for 113, Head strode to the crease and proceeded to graft out a hard-fought century as he was spurred on by his adoring South Australian fan base. His innings of 119 proved invaluable for Australia as the rest of the Aussies failed with the bat, but ultimately their paltry first innings 95-run lead could prove to be enough, thanks to this guy. It's Shinyap. It's predictable. It goes into the buckets of Steve Smith, who does not put those down. And Hazelwood, believe it or not, has now got the first four. It's incredible stuff. Josh Hazelwood ripped the heart out of the West Indian top order with one of the most blistering spells seen on Aussie soil this summer, taking four wickets for just 18 runs from eight overs. The Windies did, however, manage to survive until stumps on day two, but they'll resume today at six wickets down for 73 runs, still 22 adrift of Australia's first innings total, meaning that the Adelaide Test match could be over in less than three days. It was all over so damn quickly. If it does pan out that way, watch out Cricket Australia because South Australian Premier Peter Malinowskis is already unhappy with the manner in which he believes his cricket-loving state has been treated by the governing body this summer. I don't think there's any rational justification for starting the Test match on a Wednesday and then deprive a city and a state that on a per capita basis leaves everybody else in their wake in terms of turning up to the cricket, uh, I, I think is quite frankly a little bit outrageous. So what are you thinking when you're watching day one of the first test of the summer in Perth at that 60,000 seat stadium and 16,000 people turned up? Well I, I, think, I think Cricket Australia reap what they sowed. He's hoping the West Indies can at least make Australia bat again. At 21 years of age, Aussie basketballer Josh Giddy is fast learning that as an NBA superstar, you're always being watched on and off the court. Yeah, I mean, I understand the question obviously, but um, you know, there's no fairly common right now. For those unaware, for the past few months, Giddy has been the subject of a police investigation by the Newport Police Department in California over an alleged relationship with an underage girl. The whole saga began after images and videos of Giddy with a female emerged on Twitter with the girl in question allegedly not being over 18. Giddy was allowed to continue playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder by the NBA, who said they would take a back seat while the police investigated the situation. Get out of the way and let the police do their job. And do their job they have. The Newport Police Department yesterday closed its investigation into Giddy, saying they have found, quote, no corroborating evidence, end quote, to support the claims made against him. Case closed. Hey, remember the absolute dumpster fire Eddie Jones left Australian rugby in last year? Australia, what a time, what a place to do it. 
Yeah, Eddie picked the team for the World Cup last year, lacking any real experience, and helped Australia fail to get out of the group stage for the first time ever in World Cup history. And, of course, there was that whole interviewing for a job with Japan during the World Cup, denying he'd interviewed for the job, resigning as the coach of the Wallabies post-World Cup, and, of course, properly being appointed as the new coach of Japan. Sneaky little bastard. Yeah, and then the chairman of Rugby Australia was forced out, leaving the sport basically at its lowest point. So... Who on earth would want to take on the task of trying to lift Australian rugby out of the doldrums? This guy, apparently. Uh, look, I'd just like to thank my players and I'd like to thank these supporters, these supporters that we've uh, that followed us all over the place. Uh, Rory's led the team uh, incredibly well and Paul O'Connell before him and um, it's been a privilege for me. Joe Schmidt, or Schmidty to his mates, is the former head coach of Ireland and more recently the assistant coach of the All Blacks. But reports are that he is set to be named as the new head coach of the Wallabies. And what a job he has ahead of him. Not only are the Wallabies currently wallowing in ninth place on the Rugby World Rankings, but perhaps the bigger task facing Schmidty is to make the Aussie population actually give a stuff about the sport of rugby union again. We don't care. Tonight, the most confusing named final system in the world kicks off. Smashed away, the Scorchers are home! A packed-out crowd, a fifth title! It's perfect for Perth! The Scorchers win the Big Bash yet again in one of the best finals we've ever seen! The finals for Big Bash 13 kick off tonight, and for those unfamiliar with the system, the way it works is the first game, the qualifier, is played between first and second. Then the knockout is played between third and fourth. Then the challenger is played between the loser of the qualifier and the winner of the knockout. And then the final is played between the winner of the qualifier and the winner of the challenger. So now I've gone cross-eyed. Anyway, the point is there are only four teams left in the hunt for the Big Bash title. The Brisbane Heat, the Sydney Sixers, the Adelaide Strikers and the defending champions, the Perth Scorchers. The Heat finished top and therefore earned the right to host the qualifier, but due to next week's test match, the Gabba is unavailable, meaning that the boys from Brisbane are taking a road trip. Hollywood on the Gold Coast. The Gold Coast will play host to the qualifier tonight between the Heat and the Sydney Sixers, with the winner going straight through to the final. And tomorrow night, it's the Scorchers hosting the Strikers in Perth. And that is your Fast Fun weekending hit of sport. Get out there and enjoy your weekend. I'll catch you Monday on the Scorecard. Listener.